Well, folks, we're back. Right, this is Jesse Cope again, and this is the American Soul Podcast. We're out for one of our walks, evening walks in this case. Uh, i got a couple of dogs, maybe a cat in and out, and some frogs in the background you may hear down by the creek in the little pond across the way. Uh, so on this episode, there's a topic, and a lot of times, folks, I won't dip into current events, at least not strictly just current events. Uh, we'll definitely talk about current events because that's what's going on today and that's what's affecting our culture and our education. But when we do, it's going to be from the context, historical context, from our foundation, what our principles are, what our, what the history of our nation is. Because if we don't have that foundation, then we really, you know, we're lost in each modern event when it occurs. And that's really a huge problem today in the country because a lot of times for a huge chunk of the country, what we've done is we've started to embrace the changing political whims of men. And I'll use that phrase off and on quite a bit. Got a little mist going now, just if you're interested in our walking conditions. At any rate, when we reject the unchanging standards of God that our country was based upon and we embrace these changing political whims of men again, then anything goes. You can see this in a lot of hot-button issues of the day when you're talking about marriage, sexuality, uh, abortion. You can really see it in quite a few different places. But the issue that I wanted to talk about this episode, one that is really near and dear to my heart, and I think a lot of people's, is abortion. And I'll just lay it out right from the get-go. In my mind, there is no single greater moral issue in our country today than abortion. Just like slavery was the moral issue of the day in its time, abortion is the moral issue of the day in America. And if we don't defeat that evil, because it is, if you haven't watched some of the videos, uh, some of the people who have testified before Congress, some of the personal testimonies of what abortion actually is and what goes on in an abortion. I don't want to tell you to go watch it because it's, it's, it's so horrific that if you're a sensitive soul, it's, it's going to be pretty rough on you. But if you don't know what it is and you, you're confused on the issue or you're, you don't feel like you have a strong opinion, I would encourage you to at least read a little bit about it. Because once you realize what's actually occurring, it's, it's hard not to see it as just pure evil. And just like with slavery in its day, if we don't defeat this, it will destroy our country. And then it really 
already is in a lot of ways. You can talk about it economically. You can talk about it from the citizenship count. You can talk about it from uh, immigration. You can tie that in. There's just there's a myriad of ways that you can tie the problems that we have today back to abortion. And one of my favorite quotes, I, again, I, I use favorite too often, I think, but there's so many good quotes out there. But one of the ones that I go back to a lot is Jefferson's quote about how God is a just God and, and he trembled for his nation because he knew that justice wouldn't sleep forever. There's going to be a price to pay, folks, and we're already paying it in, in a lot of areas. But I, I'm afraid that we're just kind of scratching the surface when it comes to abortion. And the reason is, is because in America, over the last, since Roe v. Wade, over the last half century or so, we have slaughtered 60 plus million of our own babies. The number is so big, it's incomprehensible. And, and the act is just almost incomprehensible. There was a story, and there's multiple stories like this. It, it doesn't, it's, this is sadly, this is not a one-off. Out of England, I believe it was, within the last few weeks, about a baby from a failed abortion that was left on a table to die for 10 hours. Baby was born. Abortion failed. And the baby was left there to die for 10 hours. I, if you don't think that that's evil, then this podcast, me talking to you, probably isn't going to change your mind. It's not going to help much. So what I would like to do is there's, there's a few historical context that I would like to throw into this abortion thing. And the biggest one, and I'll, I'll go back to this multiple times, is the very first inalienable right listed in our declaration by our founders that they all signed, regardless of personal belief, from the Creator, from God, not from man, not from a government, not from some whatever you want to say, Mother Nature, but from God. And again, that God ties back to Jesus Christ, the Father, was life. That is the first inalienable right. That's the very first one listed in our declaration, our very first document, founding document as a nation, if you will, right? Yes, there are other documents that, that we had in our nation that were used, that were built upon for sure, but the very first thing in our country, first inalienable right, life. Every single person, regardless of race, gender, ethnicity, class, none of that stuff mattered. The very first right was life, right? So I just want to read that real quick because I don't want there to be any doubt when we're talking about this. You're going to have to give me just a second, but we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, there it is, it's the very first one, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, okay? Life. And yet, again, over the last half century, what have we done? We have taken that arbitrarily, taken that right, that first 
unalienable right from God away from over 60 million of our fellow citizens. And if you want to come at it from a Christian point of view, you want to talk about somebody that's Christian, we have taken that right away from our neighbors. There's no way to look at Jesus Christ's command to love our neighbors as ourselves and say, oh, uh, abortion, murdering somebody, that's loving. There we go. Yep, they're a burden, they're an inconvenience, so we're going to go ahead and get rid of them. Just, It's just not going to work, folks. So, the second historical context, and this is kind of outside of America in a sense because it, it pulls in other nations, but World War II, Holocaust, right? Nazi Germany, six plus million Jews were slaughtered. Uh, in America today, if we're going to have an honest and frank conversation, you hear all these people talk, well, we need to have an honest conversation about systemic racism or systemic oppression or police violence, all this stuff. And, and we'll talk about some of those issues as the podcast goes on. But you want to have an honest conversation about the Holocaust and abortion in America today, we have murdered 10 times as many of our own children as Hitler and the Nazis did Jews, 10 times. We fought an entire war that encompassed the whole world basically over that, over the Holocaust. And, and I'm not saying we shouldn't have at all. Absolutely we should have. But what I'm saying is we turn a blind eye to our own failings. And again, if you want to come at this from a Christian point of view, you talk about ignoring the plank in our own eye when to get the speck out of our brother's eye. If you want to condemn, there's no way to condemn Hitler and the Nazis for killing, for exterminating six million Jews without self-condemnation, without condemning America for legalizing, for making abortion out to be some kind of good or wholesome right or value. There, there's absolutely no right, no woman or man, but obviously we're talking about women because they're the ones that carry the child. There is no right for a woman to kill her own baby, just flat out. It's not going to happen. And the last, well, not quite. Let me back up a minute. So Holocaust, and you can look at Stalin and Mao, right? And they, they theoretically, you look at some of the estimates uh, for talking about starvation of their own people or political executions, but those two alone killed tens of millions. And we use them as examples of evil, of dictators, of tyranny, of oppression, of pretty much any litany of bad things. And yet, we have slaughtered as many, if not more, of our own children and babies at that. I mean, this is not really correct in any sense of the way, but you want to talk about the difference between, you want to talk about innocence or vulnerable and, and who has killed the more vulnerable. We're, we're killing our own babies. You don't get any more vulnerable than that. And so you look at these examples throughout history, especially in the 20th century, just the last 100 years, 120 years. America has done a far worse job than any of these nations around the world 
at least if, and I know I'm kind of comparing apples to oranges here, if you look at abortion, just the number of deaths versus what these dictators did openly. And I, I know other countries, I'm aware that other countries, you know, they have their own abortion problems, but we need to look at ourselves a little bit here as a nation. There's, there's no reason for abortion to be legal in any sense, historically. So one of the other quotes that I wanted to look at on this episode, and there's a couple from Reagan, actually. One of them, I'll paraphrase in just a second, but I wanted to read this from Ronald Reagan. Abraham Lincoln recognized that we could not survive as a free land when some men could decide that others were not fit to be free and should therefore be slaves. Likewise, we cannot survive as a free nation when some men decide that others are not fit to live and should be abandoned to abortion or infanticide. And then later on, he said that there's a transcendent right to life for all human beings, a right without which no other rights have any meaning. And Part of that to me is if if you can't get something as simple as the right to life correct, then you really have no moral standing on any other issue. And I, I say that individually and as a nation. If America can't get abortion under control, can't defeat that evil, then we have no right to go to any other nation around the world and tell them how they should or shouldn't be acting. And individually, if a person can't acknowledge, can't admit that abortion is evil and can't make that simple, such a simple decision between life and death, yes, it's, it's important, yes, it's momentous, yes, it can be tragic, but it's a, it's a real simple decision when you get down to it. If you can't acknowledge that abortion is evil, that murdering a baby is evil, then you really have thrown away all right to talk about any more complicated decisions such as economics, foreign policy, school choice, education, because in a way those are more complicated issues. There, there's some gray areas there, maybe some, some places that's, that's not really a moral decision, but abortion's black and white, folks. It's simple. The other comment, and I'm, y'all can hammer me on this again in the comments and tell me that I'm wrong, but I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Reagan said something along the lines of, at least it's attributed to him when I've seen it, that he's noticed at this point, obviously he's passed away now, but he noticed that all the people who were for abortion had been born. That's always struck me as just the height of irony. All the people including the Supreme Court that decided Roe v. Wade. Just what a horrific decision that was. I, I just, that, this is a side note, and we're, we're running out of time. We're getting pretty close. <clears throat> but Roe v. Wade is a perfect example of how extreme intelligence or book smarts or the ability, academic achievement, does not translate to wisdom. Just because you've got a bunch of really smart people in a room, that doesn't make them, A, it doesn't make them good, right? 
it'd be hard pressed to argue that Hitler wasn't a genius in his own right. So it doesn't make them good. And B, it doesn't mean that they're wise. The Roe v. Wade abortion should never have been legalized in America. As a Christian nation with the founding Declaration of Independence, the first inalienable, unalienable right being to life, that should have been an open and shut case. Easy day. No, there's no excuse for abortion in America. Absolutely not. And yet, these Supreme Court justices, who are supposed to be some of the most intelligent, most experienced, most well-versed, well-educated people in our entire country, voted for it. So, as I said, that's a little sidetracked. I get a little hot on this issue, or, or maybe hot's not the right word, although that is true. But it's a perfect example that just because somebody's the smartest person in the room does not mean that they're the wisest or the best person to make the decision. And now I got completely off track. At any rate, Reagan's comment, I think, rings pretty true. I, that's what it was. It shows a great deal of irony. If you've been born, you voting for abortion is just the height of irony and hypocrisy because you've got that right. You've been born. You're allowed to have that right. And now you want to take that away from somebody else. That's so much worse than slavery was even. And slavery was evil in itself. It was horrible. You're going to be free, but you want somebody else to be in change. You want another human being to serve you as a slave, to have no freedom. Well, now what these people that, that when you champion abortion, what you're saying is, well, I, I got to live and I'm excited about that. I like my life, but I don't want this little baby messing my life up. So I'm going to go ahead and take that right to life away. Uh, absolutely inexcusable. At any rate, that was a couple quotes and a, a little bit of history, folks. A little long-winded, perhaps, but we will definitely touch back on this subject off and on uh, throughout the podcast. It's, it is, again, in my opinion, it is the moral issue of America today. And anything we can do to stand against it, whether it's at the city or state level, federal level we need to do and hopefully we kind of see that pendulum swinging back toward life and toward our founding principles which include life so hope y'all have enjoyed the little walk tonight hope y'all got just a little bit out of it if, if nothing else maybe some encouragement and uh, look forward to the next one we will see y'all again real soon